...in buses to Galilee, see Nazareth, Capernaum, Bethsaida, and Tiberius. But I had never been to Nablus. The name is an Arabic rationalization of the Greek Neapolis. It was a Hellenistic city, with splendid remains, and it was also in the heart of biblical Samaria. As we bowled along in the boiling heat, there were many jokes about good Samaritans, telephoning the Samaritans if we were not enjoying our holiday, and so forth. Nablus is near the old biblical site of Shechem, which was a flourishing Canaanite city in the second millennium BC, as recorded in Judges chapter 9. According to the old tales recorded in Genesis, Abraham, our father in faith, had a theophany, a vision of God, at Shechem, and built an altar. His grandson, Jacob, Israel, did the same. Genesis chapter 33 verses 18 through 20. At some point in the early history of Israel, the people who worshipped God at Shechem broke away from those who worshipped God at Jerusalem. If you are a Samaritan, you would probably rewrite that sentence, that the worshippers at Jerusalem were the ones who broke away, while the Samaritans stayed loyal to the Abrahamic faith in Shechem. Certainly by 330 BC, in the Hellenistic period, Shechem was a great city with a temple. It was laid waste in 107 BC by the Hasmonean John Hyrcanus, so by the time Jesus went there, it would have been a place which had seen better days. The Samaritans, however, are distinctive among the peoples mentioned in the Bible in that they alone, apart from the Jews and the Christians, survive as a separate religious entity to this day. They still maintain the old faith. L, who was a Presbyterian, had an affection for the old believers whenever they cropped up in Russian literature. These were the sectarians who refused some very minor innovations in the Russian Orthodox Church in the eighteenth century, and thereafter lived slightly outside the ordinary run of society. She also sympathized with Roman Catholics, who yearned for their Tridentine Latin Mass, and she claimed that she had once made a pilgrimage to Sussex to meet the very last of a seventeenth-century sect called the Muggletonians, who got it in the neck from Cromwell, and had been quietly waiting for the Second Coming ever since. They were quite a sizable sect in Cromwellian days, but by the time L met them there were only two left. The Samaritans were her sort of people. One of her favorite sayings was, The majority is always wrong. Sometimes she'd vary this by quoting the Willie Raskin song, Fifty Million Frenchmen Can't Be Wrong, to which she would add, Oh, yeah? L was American. It would seem as if the origin of the schism between Samaritans and Jews was simple conservatism. The Samaritans resented innovations being imported into the faith from Jerusalem. They had, have, stricter dietary laws and stricter Sabbath observance than the Jews. They venerate Mount Gerizim as a place where the God of Israel appeared long before he lighted upon Mount Zion in Jerusalem. The encounter between Jesus and a woman of Samaria at Jacob's well, John chapter 4, has no parallels in the other three Gospels. It tells of Jesus sitting by the well when the woman came to draw water. Jesus asked her for water to drink, and she was surprised that a Jew should ask this of a Samaritan, since Jews and Samaritans were on such bad terms. Jesus then told her that, 
If she knew who he really was, who had asked her for a drink, then she would be asking him for water, living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have no bucket and the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? Are you greater than our ancestor Jacob, who gave us the well, and with his sons and his flocks drank from it? Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again, but those who drink of the water that I will give them will never be thirsty. John chapter 4 verses 11 through 14. Anyone acquainted with the narrative of the fourth gospel will see here something very typical. It has been announced to us in the preface that Jesus is the eternal Logos, or Word, who took human flesh and walked this earth unrecognized except by a few initiates. In some of the encounters, he gives a sign, which is the word this God.